Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million families building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash odyssey. That's greenlight.com slash odyssey. Coming up. How much tetrahydrosline can lead to death? Is this something that you can just dump in all at once or is this something that takes time? Does this affect people differently? So there's a lot of questions related to the science of this case. For Vault Studios, I'm Will Johnson. You're listening to The Daily Crime. 32-year-old Stacy Robinson Hunsucker, a wife and mother of two young children, died from cardiac arrest in September 2018. But as it turns out, investigators say her death was not accidental. I'm joined by Brandon Goldner, a reporter for WCNC in Charlotte, North Carolina. Brandon, uh, some wild twists to this one. Can we go back to September 2018 and what happened to to Stacy, presumably. So according to investigators, uh, Stacy Robinson Hunsucker, she died September 23rd, 2018, believed to be of a heart attack. She had a medical history, so at the time it seemed to have made sense. And her parents, though, had some suspicions, the Robinsons, they had some suspicions about what exactly happened. Um, her husband, Joshua Hunsucker, a flight paramedic for Atrium Health at the time, he refused to have an autopsy done on his wife. His claim was that she, his wife wouldn't have wanted to be cut up uh, for an autopsy. Of course, the twist is, is that she was an organ donor. So of course she was gonna end up being cut up and her organs would be harvested. So that was the first of what would end up being things that the Robinsons felt did not sit right with them. The two other things that two other behaviors of Josh that led to questions was that uh, Josh, according to investigators, had changed his story multiple times about where he was that day that Stacy died. Some said that he was in the house. Some say that he was, they were told that he was in the neighborhood. Some say that they were told he was somewhere else by him. And then the other thing was that Josh met a new woman and started dating her publicly shortly after this happened. And as part of this, he received $250,000 in life insurance money from Stacy's death. He bought a boat, he paid off the mortgage, bought all these things. He, from the outside, he seemed to be doing well despite his uh, wife passing away so suddenly. What happens next? How does this case then really hone in on on Josh specifically. The Robinsons had been really pushing uh, to figure out what exactly happened. So ultimately, because Stacy was an organ donor, they were able to get some of the tissue uh, that was used by the organ bank that they keep as part of their records, and they tested the tissue sample, and it turns out she had According to investigators, I believe it was about 30 to 40 times the appropriate level of tetrahydrosoline, which is the active ingredient in eye drops. And the thing with eye drops and tetrahydrosoline, you know, Visine, those types of brands, it is safe to put in your eyes, but ingesting at large levels can, you know, lead to 
death. This all is going on. Her death was in 2018. Is what's what time frame are we talking? How how soon do they get these lab results back? So this didn't go into this. They didn't get these lab results back until 2019. I believe it was around mid 2019. Josh was arrested and charged with felony murder in December 2019. And this all came together after Josh was brought in for questioning by investigators with the North Carolina Department of Insurance, their criminal investigations division, which really stood out because usually you would think this would be something that a police department or a district attorney, many of us reporters didn't know that the Department of Insurance which we could see as being involved in insurance fraud could also be involved in investigating and ultimately being involved in uh, prosecuting someone for felony murder. So that was something that really did stand out in this. So Josh was brought in for questioning and shortly after that questioning, he was arrested in December, 2019 uh, during the first court appearance. Uh, Jordan Green, who is gonna be the special prosecutor in this case, he's an attorney with the Department of Insurance, he, says that during that interview, Josh gave investigators enough information for them to arrest him. And Green was quoted, and what really stood out was, he said it wasn't to the level of a confession, but he claimed it certainly approached the level of a confession in this interview uh, with Josh right before his arrest. Tonight, a Gaston County father remains in jail after investigators say he killed his wife by poisoning her with eye drops. Detectives arrested Joshua Hunsicker more than a year after his wife, Stacy, died. Family and friends of both Joshua and Stacy crowded the courtroom. Among them, Kelly Kruger, who says she knew Stacy since high school. I mean, she did not deserve for this to happen to her. She was a great mother. She was a happy person. Hunsuckler remains here at the jail under a $1.5 million bond. He's scheduled to be back in court in January. He uh, met his $1.5 million bond, and that's kind of one of the interesting things about this case is Josh, from people I've talked to who know Josh, Josh has insisted his innocence, his family believes him, and he was able to put up the $1.5 million bond. So he has been uh, out of jail during this entire time. This case has made national headlines since Joshua Hunsucker's arrest a few weeks ago. He's out of jail on a $1.5 million bond as he battles both a criminal case and a civil case in the death of his wife, Stacy Robinson Hunsucker. And let me ask before we get into yet another twist in this case that's come up rather recently, has the defense or anyone or have you had a conversation with someone maybe in the medical field that could explain why she would have had this high uh, amount of this this chemical in her system other than what they're suggesting? So this is and this is really going to go into the heart of the case. There are multiple questions in this case that we're probably not going to know the answers to until trial. And the biggest question in particular for me is what evidence do prosecutors have that show Josh had directly placed these eye drops into his wife Stacy's uh, drink? And so that then leads into this confession that Jordan Green had talked about from those I've spoken to who are somewhat aware of what the defense is likely going to end up being, that confess that quote unquote confession is going to be something that will be a big focus for the defense. And it's something we've seen in other cases where 
you know, the, there are a lot of questions related to how, it, what setting this happened in the confession, which we're still not 100% sure of. And also, and this is from a legal source I've spoken to who is not involved in the investigation, but is aware of the information in the investigation, who had said that the science behind this case is going to be something that is going to be particularly interesting. David Teddy, who is prominent defense attorney in the area who is representing Josh Hunsucker, he indicated during one of the court hearings that they will be bringing in expert witnesses and that they will be, in his words, strenuously opposing this case. So the legal source told me that there are questions when it comes to the science of this. How much tetrahydrosoline can lead to death? Is this something that you can just dump in all at once or is this something that takes time? Does this affect people differently? So there's a lot of questions related to the science of this case. And to go back just a little bit, uh, in June 2018, this was several months before Stacy's death in September 2018, a nurse in Lake Wiley, South Carolina, that's just over the Gaston County border in North Carolina into South Carolina. She was arrested for poisoning her husband uh, with eye drops. She was a nurse. She used tetrahydrosoline to poison his drinks. And now investigators have claimed that Josh may have been inspired by that case a few months before his wife's death. Brandon, Josh is facing this murder charge. There is now another wrinkle in the story and a crime that took place at least according to investigators uh, before his wife died is that right so this actually happened uh a month before josh was arrested for this uh, felony murder charge investigators accuse joshua hunsucker of setting fire to a piece of equipment while inside a med center helicopter so josh was a flight paramedic uh with atrium health that's the large hospital system here, the flight uh, services med center air. So Stacy had died in September 2018. Josh had been just, you know, continuing his job, living his life. Around November 2019, I believe it was November 26, 2019, Josh Hunsucker was in a med center air helicopter with two other people when a syringe pump in the helicopter caught fire. This was just after midnight. They were flying over Charlotte. They did an emergency landing in East Charlotte in a parking lot. The fire was extinguished, no serious damage to the helicopter. Of course, it could have been much worse. At the time Josh was arrested in a few weeks later in December 2019, we had heard that about this incident happening and we had reported in the early months of 2020 about this incident that was under investigation that was being viewed as an arson. So more than a year and a half after that incident in November 2019, Josh was arrested and charged with a felony burning personal property. He was put in jail. He bonded out on a $50,000 bond. What would possibly be the motive for doing something like that? Has anything been suggested? Th things have been suggested. Um, Individuals who I've spoken to who've known Josh um, have given their theories and their claims. Nothing that we can really confirm and say that this was, yes, indeed, may have been the reasoning behind. Um, on Josh's side, from people I've spoken to who know Josh, he has insisted this entire time that he is innocent and he has claimed and told people that the quote unquote, the truth will come out eventually. And from people I've spoken to, there have been claims of others being involved, claims of 
a workplace dispute between Josh and others involving Stacy's death. Nothing we can necessarily confirm 100% on the record, but, you know, what we can say is that Josh and his supporters, which he does have some who say that he is innocent and he has insisted time and again that he is innocent. And of course, when it comes to these trials that will eventually happen, we don't know when these trials will happen, right? Because of COVID delaying everything and everything, particularly in the murder trial being still in the discovery and pre-trial uh, motion phase. Uh, that's an answer that we're going to have to wait on for some time. All right. Well, he'll have his chance to present his side of the story when, whenever that does happen. Brandon Goldner, thank you so much for telling us about this case. And please keep us updated as uh, developments happen down the road. Absolutely. Thank you, Will. Thanks for listening to The Daily Crime. We're here every weekday, Monday through Friday, with new episodes. Be sure to let your friends and family know about The Daily Crime. We'll see you next time. For Vault Studios, Will Johnson. 